Good morning and welcome to our online service at Anthem. My name is Liz. My name's Colin. Most of you know that anyway. <laughs> and uh, we want to welcome you to our service today. If you are joining us for the first time, we really want to welcome you. Um, today is going to be a little bit different though. Uh, we are going to be having kind of a family chat. Uh, so if That's this the is coffee. <laughs> so if this is uh, your first time joining us, you may hear things that are like a little bit more internal speak. Uh, and we certainly are not in any way wanting to exclude anyone. But if you are someone who's watching who is a part of our Anthem community, this is an especially important day. We really wanted to be able to communicate with you and share a little bit of where we've been and where we're headed. And you will, if you're a guest here, get a little bit of the inside scoop on what Absolutely. Anthem's about. And so maybe that will inform you as to whether you want to come back. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, and so... A year ago, uh, beginning of 2020, we actually had a service that was similar to this, and we actually called it Vision 2020. We thought that was very clever. It was very clever. It's the opposite. Of uh, 2020 vision. 2020 vision. Yes, um, and we actually had this like graphic that was like an eye, like you go into the eyeglass place, and it was all in focus because we were so sure that we knew exactly what was coming in 2020. We had a plan. It was clear. We had all we knew. We were like, we know where we're headed. We know where we're going. And we um, were wrong. Like everybody <laughs> else on like planet Earth. Everyone else. We had no clue what we were going to uh, end up facing in the year 2020. It all... All the plans had to adjust, had to pivot, and that was probably the word we used more than anything else. So in our small corner of the globe, it, it was kind of an exciting time to, to pivot church in person to church online. Exciting and nerve-wracking, and every week seemed like something was changing. After a little while, we decided to end up... Uh, streaming our services from in here, which in our garage. Um, yeah, we had to do a crash course in digital technology and how to do cameras and lights and all the rest of it. Big ups to my boy, Mikey Kimball. Uh, Mikey Kimball had to learn a lot of stuff about video editing and stuff like that. And I mean, there was just so much to learn because, you know, as a church, as a young church community, this was certainly not part of our four-year plan when we first started the church. Mm -hmm. We had no idea that we'd be facing a global pandemic. And so much of church life is about being connecting. together. Right. It's yeah. about connecting. It's about meeting together. It's about meeting together in services, meeting together in groups. And when you have, when you're not really supposed to be together because it's dangerous, that's pretty hard, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but having said that, of course, so many of you know that um, in this back half of 2020, we decided to start meeting again with as much social distancing as as we could, and we have been. Just to look back on something where God has so helped us, it is in the provision of both this space with just the small inconvenience of not having uh, cars in the garage, which is no big deal, no big deal. Um, and then the even bigger uh, uh, blessing of being able to meet in the ballroom at the Double Tree, be able to leave all our stuff set up. God has been unbelievably good to us, and I want all of you to recognize and to thank God for his faithfulness to us as a church during 2020. I know so few of you have even um, faced job losses um, compared to what we've seen in other places. And we have many reasons to be grateful. Absolutely. And, and, as, and as this pandemic has touched so many lives in so many ways and brought so many challenges, we have been 
we are very blessed and very grateful that uh, for the most part people have been healthy and um, and mm. we really have been protected in lots of ways. Mm. You know what's interesting for people like us who've been leading in churches for a number of years is that you tend to get to uh, get into sort of norms about how to measure how a church is doing and one of those measurements is attendance at the mm-hmm. church on a, on a Sunday or at a weekend service and um, since we've been on meeting online, of course, measuring that was 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 brand new for anybody across the country or across the world. Nobody knew how to do it, um, and so and then since we've been back in person, people's approach to attending church has been very different. Whereas they probably used to come three or four times a month. Most people who decide to attend church have been doing it once a month or something like that. So so all those gauges that help us know. How's Anthem doing in terms of that particular measurement has literally gone out the window. Now, the good thing is that if we're to compare ourselves to the churches that we read about nationally, um, the sort of the national average of people returning to church has been about 36% nationally of people who were going to church, being part of a church community before the coronavirus outbreak is now at about 36%. So most of our in-person services are probably about 45 to 50% of our pre-COVID attendance. So we're really happy about that. When you add to that the fact that you all who've been meeting so regularly with us uh, on Sundays and has this uh, has just become as valuable and as real a part of our uh, church uh, weekend experience together as meeting in person has been. And, and in fact, in terms of today, it even feels more natural just being able to have a cup of coffee with you all. So um, so we're just so excited how God has kept our community together, despite that inability uh, to measure whether the church has been kind of growing in terms of its attendance or not. Um, what's really interesting, though, is in the midst of that, we have seen another one of our regular sort of measurements do really well. And that is in the area of our finances and in the area of the the giving that so many of you are a part of. Um, At the beginning of 2020, uh, we shared a sort of little bit of kind of insider baseball on how churches get started and Anthem is no different. And so I want to kind of just do a quick reminder of how we got going and how we were supported and undergirded financially. In fact, in the year uh, 2018, all of our finances came from outside. And then as this slide shows, in 2019, about 75% of our budget, which is about $400,000 a year, about 75% of our budget came from external donors and givers, great Christians and churches over the country that had said, we want to help uh, Anthem Church get started. And so we set the goal that in in 2020, uh, we would need that to transition because our external giving would be starting to sort of uh, take its path down. That was a sort of a three or four year period. And so we set that goal for our community that over the month of the year of 2020, we would need to see 50% of the giving come from inside the church locally, uh, while only 50% of it is external. And uh, that would equal to about $200,000 from internal and 200 from outside. 
So I'm really excited to show you um, what took place last year because we were able to bring in almost exactly that, about 196,000 locally and just over 200,000 externally. So we're, we're, we're so close that we're very excited that some of you stepped up in significant ways in your giving. Some of you uh, started giving for the first time or committing to recurring giving. Some of you are probably tithing, giving that first tenth of your income to the Lord. And we're so grateful to be a part of your journey in that area. God bless you. Thank you for your faithfulness in that. And we just pray that God continues to um, to lead you in that way. Uh, just as a, as a quick aside, if you're interested in seeing a more detailed uh, anthem sort of report and accounts from the year 2020, we always make these available. And so if you drop us an email, info at anthemchurch.life, just say, please send 2020 accounts we would be glad to send you a copy of that and uh, answer any questions that you may have about that Uh, now as we look to all that we do know about 2021 which is very little what we do need to see in order to to uh, get to our goal of becoming a self-sustaining church is that in 2021 we need to see 75 percent of that uh four hundred thousand dollar budget come from internal from locally here in our local community and just the remaining 25% will come from the outside so that's for 2021 and then in 2022 our external funding will be pretty much over and done and it will require us to be a self-sustaining church Um, so we've been so grateful to see uh, you know our, our collective goals fulfilled and the involvement of so many of you um as people that give anthem as well as serving and being present and being involved in groups and that sort of thing and so i just want to offer that challenge to you uh, as we go into 2021 will you continue to join us on the journey of giving that will we believe will allow us to continue uh, to awaken everyone around us, as we've often said, to the life God has for us in this local community and beyond. We already just shared a couple of times how excited we are to start to resource two other churches in the New England area with, uh, in a sense, our own tithe. A tithe of what comes into Anthem goes right out the door again as we support other churches that are getting going. So we can continue to start more and more churches in New England and beyond. So that's exciting. Did I miss anything? Uh, no. I normally do, but <laughs> maybe great. just by some miracle I didn't. So. Well, and the other thing is, um, while we were able to to gauge some things through giving, the other thing that we were able to see as far as to be able to gauge the health of our church was through seeing people's engagement into groups. And we have had groups that have been meeting throughout the week in various places in various ways. Uh, and, and seeing people's involvement, seeing people building relationships, growing in their faith because of their engagement in groups has been a way for us to, in some ways, measure the health and um, the direction of our church right now. And so I would just love to share with you a little bit about um, some of the things that were that happened last year, there's a and and, and are continuing into 2021. Uh, there's a moms group that launched, and this moms group has been a fantastic group that's been led by Jan uh, Eisenberg and um, 
Brittany, Brittany Kimball. And um, they have been meeting on Thursday mornings. This is mostly young moms, but it has been a great place for people to build relationships and learn more about parenting and study the Bible together. And so uh, that has been a fantastic group. They were meeting in person. Here's a little picture of a few of them from the group. Um, and But now they are meeting entirely online. Uh, this was something that was meeting last year. Another group that we had that was fantastic was we had a marriage group that had 18 couples that were a part of this marriage group, and it was a tremendous group. Um, we had a great time. It was great for people to just take some time to invest in their marriages. Mm -hmm. And uh, another group that we had this last year um, that was uh, it's, it was called Be the Bridge. And this is a group that wanted to really dive into learning God's heart for racial reconciliation. It started in early August and it's just finishing up this next week. And that um, couldn't have been a better time to start a group like that as so many of us were feeling that need to... Uh, <laughs> Uh, to dig into that subject personally um, through some of the turmoil that's taken place in the last year. But next week, specifically, join us uh, here or in person because as it's Martin Luther King weekend, we want to just highlight that group a little bit in some way and what's been taking place and some of the lessons learned from it. Absolutely. And then uh, we've had multiple alpha groups that have been meeting this year. Yeah, three um, different alpha groups. And these alpha groups have been a great place for people to take steps in learning about their faith, growing, making decisions to follow Jesus for some people. And uh, some of these groups started out in person and then transitioned to be online. And um, I just can't, I, we love alpha. And we really, if you haven't had a chance to be a part of an alpha group, I strongly, strongly encourage you sign to, up to sign one. up for the next one because uh, it, it is it's fantastic and a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. And then as this year has started, we are what are we uh, a week into uh, uh, twenty over a week into twenty twenty one now, and we're uh, already we started this last week. We started our financial peace university group, and there's still time to jump into that. It's a nine week group, but you could jump in tomorrow tomorrow night if you can can jump in soon. And uh, if you're a single or married person and you're looking at your finances and you're looking at 2021 and you're looking at your income and you're thinking, how is all this going to fit together? I would strongly recommend jump into Financial Peace University over these next eight weeks because it could have a revolutionary effect on your, uh, your budgeting, your investing, your, your household income, how that all works together over these next years, really. And then specifically, we wanted to invite all of you into something new that we are going to be uh, launching in just a couple of weeks. For quite some time now, uh, as I think through our teaching series that we tend to do on a Sunday morning, I've wanted to do a study on the, the book of Galatians, the Apostle Paul's letter to the churches all around Galatia. And um, we are going to be starting that in two weeks time, which is January, Sunday, January 24th. And that will take us through till just a week or so before Easter, which is on my birthday, actually. So you should... Uh, Everybody got to know his birthday. Yeah, but anyway. Um, but as well as doing that Sunday morning series, which you may be thinking, well, that's just kind of a normal anthem thing. What we wanted to do is create some groups that meet after the, the Sunday morning service, not immediately after, but on the Thursday night after each of those weeks. So for 10 weeks... We want to offer some Zoom groups on Thursday night that give a chance for everyone, anyone who wants to be involved to uh, visit Sunday the Sunday morning content, whether that's myself or some of our teaching, teaching team that shared on Sunday morning, 
um, and to be able to dialogue it. The great thing with this, of course, these, these environments on Sunday morning, either on Facebook or Church Online are great, but we love that. that I know you're all Zoomed out, but we, we love that ability on Zoom just to be able to dialogue, to connect. I said this last week at our, at our service that it's been so tempting for some of us, hasn't it? Just to pull the blinds down on life Get a bag of chips and a remote and just binge, binge watch whatever it is that we want to just You're talking about forget. me now? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Um, but uh, it's so important to stay connected with other followers of Christ, to share honestly, to be open with one another, to pray for one another and to look inside God's word and to see what is it that he's, he's saying to us and what is it that he's calling us to from inside his word. Second uh, Timothy 2.15 says, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, but who correctly handles the word of truth. And we want to be able to handle God's work, God's word, the Bible correctly. We want to be able to understand it. We want to be able to learn how to interpret it for our times mm-hmm. and how to uh, uh, insert our lives into God's word as as his as his people as his workmen and see what is he what is he calling out of us and what is he calling for us to be mm. so um, you'll start to see information about that Galatians uh, experience taking place on on our website it's called Jesus plus nothing which is one of the essential messages of the book of Galatians. So if you've never done a Bible study before, um, I'd encourage you, men, there's going to be a men's group, a women's group, young adults, even some students, high school students getting together um, on those Thursday nights. So I would encourage you to jump in on one of those groups and make that a weekly commitment for those 10 weeks. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if you have read the Bible lots and you know a lot about the Bible, or if you have never really read the Bible before and this is like a totally new experience, I just want to encourage you to take a Take a try and jump into this. I honestly believe that it's one of the best ways to learn is by meeting together in a group of people. Uh, I know I'm a verbal processor and I learn a lot by getting to talk things out and ask questions and, 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 and even just be able to dialogue and have conversations with people. And so I really truly believe that this is a fantastic way for us to grow in our faith and to be challenged and to build relationships. And we all could use a lot more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to say a little bit more about ways that people can get involved yeah so so um one of the other ways that we really want to see people jump in is by getting involved and i know for that for me one of the best ways for me to feel like I'm a part of a church has been when I've been serving, when I've been on a part of a team and I had a role to play. And there are many different ways that we want to invite you to be a part of that, uh, whether it's serving on one of our teams that, that serves on Sunday mornings. Um, we obviously ha- have lots of, of roles that need to be filled as far as like caring for the kids or helping with hospitality or with our production or worship teams. If that's something that you would be willing to help out once a month or something like that, we would love to talk to you about that. Uh, go to our website, anthemchurch.life forward slash, uh, I think it's uh, get involved. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd love to talk to you about ways that you can get involved. And if there's, if, if you're, if you're someone who's like, I, I, I love what's happening with Anthem and I want to be more involved. I want to be more con- connected. 
I would just love to have a conversation with you. Feel Liz free. at anthemchurch.life. It's Feel that free. easy. Liz at anthemchurch.life. I'd love to just send me an email and I would love to have a coffee with you or a Zoom coffee with you and uh, just talk. I'd love to hear about what you're interested in, a little bit about who you are and get to know you and find ways that we can help you get connected into the life of our community. Can I encourage you as you uh, maybe even look through the, the scroll of people who've commented on this stream this morning. Shout out to Jan this morning for hosting uh, hey, our Jan. online service. Hey, Jan. Um, uh, like, look at some of those names and some of those people who are part of the community that you're a part of. And I hope you can see at least someone's name on that, on that list this morning. But why don't you commit to praying for somebody this week? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I shared with, shared with you some verses from Ephesians chapter 6. And I didn't get to this part because we kind of ran out of time. But at the end of that passage in Ephesians chapter 6, where Paul talks about the full, putting on the full armor of God, he says this, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. And he says, And always keep on praying for all the saints. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Keep on praying for, for the people that you're even interacting with this morning, for people that you can see are joining Anthem Online and being a part of this. I know there's very real reasons uh, why many of us choose to just interact online like this. And uh, we respect that and honor that and just want to encourage that within that, that we don't get isolated, but that we pray for one another and even maybe let somebody know that you're praying for them this week. That you remember Paul said, always keep on praying for all the saints. And if you actually would love to have somebody pray for you, don't hesitate to ask for prayer. Mm -hmm. We would love to pray for you. And so just go ahead in the comments right now and just say, you know, you can request prayer and someone will, will online pray with you. Mm -hmm. Um, on, and it would, it is confidential. We're not going to post it anywhere. Um, but we, we really believe that prayer changes things. And so if you're someone who would love to be to receive prayer. Uh, we really believe in the power of prayer and would love to encourage you to step into that. Or just call us. If you or feel call us or yeah. send us an email. 781-262-8308 is the church line. We would love to chat with you. Yeah. Well, shall we pray yeah, as we uh, finish up together? And why don't you join us in prayer wherever you're at? And we'd like to have you be a part of this this morning. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you have been the one that's been leading us You've been protecting us. You've been shepherding us. You've been shielding us from the attack of the enemy at Anthem these last couple of years. And here we are together, believe it or not, in the, the, still in the beginning quarter of, of year three as a church. But we are amazed at what you have been doing within this community. And we believe that our best days are still ahead. God, within the, the, the pain and the turmoil that we face individually, because of, um, uh, because of quarantines, because of coronavirus, because of uh, national strife that's been taking place recently. Lord, we pray that you will bring peace in our homes and peace in our hearts. And Lord Jesus, I pray that you will keep this community uh, locking arms together, even though we can't really do it physically. I pray that you will keep our arms locked together as we walk together towards your call for us. Lord, I pray for this Galatians uh, experience that we're going to be doing together. Uh, I pray that it will be opportunities for, for dozens of people who perhaps feel disconnected uh, and, um, 
and just far away from others, other followers of Christ to be drawn near and to be drawn close to one another. God, I believe that that's a, a new opportunity that you are going to use to draw us together. And so I pray, keep this community strong and keep us always looking to you and looking to reach out and awaken everyone around us to the life that you have for us. It's in Jesus' name we pray.